Welcome to another exciting episode of Mission Compliance, Unleashing Growth Potential for Defense Contractors. In today's episode, we continue down the road of understanding CMMC, its regulations, and its controls. Up next is AC.L2-3.1.9, Provide Privacy and Security Notices Consistent with Applicable CUI Rules. We'll, we'll break down what this control means, why it matters, and how it impacts your organization's cybersecurity posture. We'll also provide practical practical insights and strategies for achieving compliance and securing your systems effectively. So whether you're a defense contractor aiming to win more contracts or simply someone interested in bolstering your cybersecurity knowledge, you're in the right place. Light it up. We're joined once again today by Mike Frieder, president of On-Call Compliance Solutions and a CMMC professional assessor. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Hey, always a pleasure, Roman. So today we're talking about CUI. And so the wording of, of this control being pro provide privacy and security notices consistent with applicable CUI rules is is seems pretty straightforward enough, but but why are these privacy and security notices important? Uh, that's a that's a great question. And, you know, it's um, you know, I have to tell you, it is a very interesting control for for them to put in here, uh, because at the end of the day, I don't really happen to think that this actually provides any additional security. But I'll tell you what it does do is when you are entering a system, um, it gives the users of that system awareness of the fact that they are entering a system that one contains CUI, two. Uh, you know, and most importantly is, you know, in a lot of states, you are required by law to provide privacy and security notices. And the idea is, is that people should be aware that uh, they're going to be recorded, they're going to be monitored, their activities on those systems can be watched over. And, you know, so many small to mid-sized business owners don't do that. Um, so many big business owners don't do that, right? Uh, you know, but ultimately, it is something to let the users of the system know that you know they can be monitored and that there are going to be things on their system that watch what they are doing. Now, how does this keep you more secure? That's a good question. I don't think it does. I think you know it's a notice, and um, you know some people would argue, and this is I think the reason why this control is in here. You know what is the most valuable part of having an alarm on your home? Is it the alarm that's going to call the police if somebody breaks in, or is it the sign from the alarm company that? essentially warns the bad guys, hey, the system's got a bunch of security around it. You may mm -hmm. want to just pick another house without a sign in front. And my theory about why they have decided that this is so important has to be included in the mandatory 110 controls is a combination of uh, the idea that if an attacker knows that a system is, you know, got some, some monitoring and some security around it, they may be deterred from potentially attacking it. The problem with the reality on that is, is that actually by throwing a mandatory privacy and security notice, you tell the attackers exactly what's in this system. Um, and, you know, robbing a house is one thing, right? You're probably getting caught doing that. You, you know, you, there's going to be a, a footpath, you need an alibi, whatever. It's, it's much more likely the police are going to catch you. However, uh, cyber attacks usually come in from out of the country and traceability is exceptionally difficult. Um, and so I, I really do wonder what the actual material deterrence is about having these privacy and security notices. 
but, you know, in this case, I think, you know, is this so important that it has to be something that is, um, you know, mandatorily a part of the compliance standard? You know what? I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it does any harm. It's very easy to comply with. Um, it's it's just, you know, and I'll show you how when we kind of go through some of the answers. But, you know, I, I think the ultimate goal is deterrence. And certainly, you know, meeting some of those privacy and security laws when it comes to giving your users notice that the system will be monitored and secured. So uh, that's a little bit about that. Yeah, just for the clarification of of our audience and our listeners, and quite frankly, of me, uh, <laughs> is are 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 the are the privacy and security notices are those just like little little pop up windows or little little um things that tell you hey you're work you're on a machine that has that has CUI on it or or what does that look like? Yeah, no, great question. Thanks for asking that. When I restart my computer, uh, and I go to you know do the control delete or hit the button to uh, to enter my password, what happens is you get a little notice on my machine, okay? And it says something to the extent of, you know, this system may contain controlled unclassified information. Mm -hmm. uh, it may contain government information. This system is monitored, uh, activity is recorded, and there is no expectation of privacy while using this system. Um, this system is not for unauthorized use. I don't know, there's a couple of lines right. like that. What it, and so it pops up when you log into the system. Uh, if you've ever used Zoom for government, uh, the Zoom government, when you log into it, it won't let you go into the system without showing you a security notice, letting you know that your activities uh, are going to be monitored and recorded. And so it is, uh, it, it's right, it's right at login. And specifically, you know, we'll go into this in a second, but the way to achieve this with ease on a Windows system is that uh, you just have to configure a group policy to pop up what's called an interactive logon message. And that is the group policy that solves for this and will provide you an area to put that notice in. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of the gist of, of it. But yeah, it's it's like whenever you log into a system, you get a little pop-up that gives you some information about that system. That's this. Awesome. You know, you were talking about the security systems of a house, and I, I do know there are people that go and they 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 will just buy the security uh, uh, system sign and stick it in their yard, even if they don't have one, because they, they've done research that shows that the sign deters people. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's I guess I'm guilty of it right now because I have an alarm system on my house and I have no signs, so uh, I should probably go get uh, you know one of those Simply Safe signs. But <laughs> you just want them to be surprised. You you try right. to get in your house. Oh wait, no. You know. Well, well, I live in Florida, so they'll 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 recite they'll, they'll be uh, receiving a, a whole different caliber of surprise. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Emphasis uh, on caliber. Anyway, <laughs> this, right, so, this control uh, is about alerting a user, like you mentioned, to the existence of CUI on a machine and and let you know that that there's might be some sensitive information on it. So so what are the key assessment points that that an assessor would be looking for on this one? That's a great question. So the first thing you're looking for is to determine if privacy and security notices required by CUI specific, specified rules are identified, consistent, and associated with the specific CUI category. So you know, the first thing that it's kind of looking for is uh, there is some CUI that has separate requirements. So there's, of course, basic CUI and specified CUI. Some specified CUI carries with it specific warnings. Uh, so again, if you have that in your system, you're required to have that as part of your startup message. But, uh, you know, as a sample answer, we would say notices 
are in place at system startup via Windows Interactive System Logon Message Group Policy. Um, again, it's just really straightforward as far as the answer goes to let them know exactly how you implemented it and that they're there. Uh, the second assessment point is determine if privacy and security notices are displayed. And uh, yeah, it's just a visual, you know, you just have to send a screenshot or, you know, again, otherwise do some shoulder surfing with the assessor and show them that it's actually there. So notices are in place at system startup via Windows Interactive System Logon Message Group policy. Uh, so again, just, you know, same answer. It's just really saying, hey, look, yes, the notices are displayed. The first one is, yes, they exist. Uh, and that's that's really kind of all they're looking for. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, thankfully, they didn't really overcomplicate it, but you know the idea is very simple, which is um, you know if you're going to want to uh, make sure that those notices are present anytime someone goes into the system. Awesome. So, so this control, as we've mentioned, uh, can also act as a deterrent, uh, as as devices containing CUI are often are often monitored and recorded, like you mentioned, you know, like a like a security system sign or something like that. It'll it'll let you know, hey, right away, like what you the the device you're working on might be monitored, might be might be looked at, this kind of stuff. So, so so what challenges might an organization face when trying to implement and enforce this, if any? Because you said that some might wonder why this is even in here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the good news is this is probably one of the easiest controls to implement. I, I, we don't really get any pushback from clients on it. Um, I suppose that, you know, some people might say, look, I don't want the message there, but I, you know, no one really fights this one. It's, you know, when you start getting into controls like multi-factor authentication, you know, there's definitely a lot more pushback because it affects how people work. This is one single key press. It, you know, most users, as soon as they'll read it once and then forget about it, it just becomes muscle memory to, to bypass it. Um, and you know, it's just, it's, it's just an easy control to comply with because if, you know, it, it, it doesn't really interfere with the users. Again, multi-factor authentication is a great example of something that has great effect on users. Every time they sign in, they've got to take out their phone or take out a token. And, you know, people really get pretty bent out of shape about that because of the loss in efficiency. There's definitely some really great solutions out there that can help with that and actually improve efficiency using MFA, but nonetheless, it's just, you know, it's a thing. Luckily, 3.1.9, it's definitely one control you really won't have a problem implementing. Uh, I think, you know, we've given the example of the Windows Interactive Logon. There are definitely other systems. If you have a custom web-based application or portal, you need to make sure the warning notices are there. Uh, and, you know, you may need to have one on your building. That's that's another question mark, right? So uh, if it's not on your building, is it in a policy so that someone who's inside of the building knows uh, about what kind of information may be floating around those halls? So, uh, yeah, pretty straightforward on that one. And, uh you know, at the end of the day, it's just kind of one of those things that we all have to do. Yeah, so so that's a very serious topic. You got to make sure people know what devices they're working on, that they get that notice. And just from a personal standpoint, when I when 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 I started working at this company, you know, I didn't have I have a work device now, but I didn't when I first started, and and so I had to use my personal device, and so so an agent had to be installed that 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 you know put that put that message on the device whenever it started and then once i got a work device i had to get with one of our brilliant tech guys to be like hey can we get this this agent removed can we get this notice removed because it's my personal thing so you do have to get that notice you get that notice when the thing starts up to let you know hey this is a work thing this might contain sensitive information blah 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 just for our listeners that that it's a it's a very practical thing that that can that can act as a deterrent or a shield or just a helpful reminder to some people. 
of what you're dealing with. Uh, with that being said, it's time for our silly question. And this one isn't, as I've said before, it's not my best work, but, it, but, but we'll roll with it anyway. So for it, so for some of these for some of these devices, whether, whether it's a notice at the startup of the thing or or or, you know, some some companies might automatically record, you know, you never you, you don't know how they're going to implement it. But do you think that if a, if a company records its employees activity, that it's that that, that it's ever accidentally uh, picked up something embarrassing, like somebody picking their nose or something? I, I have I have no doubt about that. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, I I. <laughs> I have to laugh a little bit because, you know, in our in our early days, we used to take care of a lot of smaller clients and we still do. We, we manage technology for literally hundreds and hundreds of clients. And, you know, I, it's it's probably I think the real issue is I just don't see the service tickets anymore like I used to. But, you know, we had we've seen it all. I mean, we've we've gotten the you know, the the people who are getting divorced and they want us to plant things on the computer We've seen, you know, the people who, uh, you know, the, the bosses who want to pull browsing history of employees they think are misbehaving. Um, and, you know, we've we've had instances uh, that are very frightening in terms of some of the content people have been researching. And, um, you know, I think we've, again, one of the other things that we do is we do forensic investigations uh, when we think that there may be suspicious or you know, anomalous behavior going on with clients. Uh, you know, we, we have to research into that uh, as a security issue. And sometimes you find some very interesting browsing history or files or whatever. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's not our business to go snooping around. Believe me, our, our team is extremely busy in that regard. But uh, I do think that, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we definitely we definitely sometimes wish that we had privacy notices of our own uh, to give us a heads up on what we're walking into in certain situations. So fortunately, those days are kind of, uh, you know, very few and far between. Uh, but, you know, if you're an employee and you're listening to this podcast and, you know, hey, look, we're, we're you know, we're, we're focused on compliance here. But I will tell you that your employer has every right, on, if it's their equipment, to monitor that equipment. Mm -hmm. uh, particularly if you're a past client of ours and you've received a set of our IT use and cybersecurity agreements, you will know that the policies around employees using work equipment is pretty pretty strict under our policies. You need to do work. You need to not do anything but work. And, and that's really what it boils down to. Go use your phone or step outside or go use your own computer if you're going to do silly things. So, um, you know, look, I think the privacy notices in some regard, one, it's just like a sign from your security company outside your front step. I think it's a good idea. Uh, you know, how how much of a security control is it really? I don't think it's going to stop somebody from breaking into your system, but it's nice to have there. Um, but, you know, I also think that in general, it's, it's really a good reminder for your people. And maybe that's the reason why NIST really decided to go ahead and mandate this is it's good to have a reminder, uh, whether it be training or whether it be the systems that you log into every day, it's good to have that reminder that what you're about to start doing involves security related materials. And, uh, you know, I think that's that might be maybe the the best benefit to it. So yeah, great question. Nice. <laughs> and that wraps up another great episode of Mission Compliance. We hope our discussion today has provided you with valuable insights, practical strategies, and inspiration to navigate the ever-evolving world of defense. We'd like to thank Mike for joining us and talking about the importance of privacy and security notices. Thanks, Mike. Hey, always a pleasure, Roman. But the conversation doesn't end here. We encourage you to continue exploring these topics 
and connect with us on our social media channels. Share your thoughts, ask questions, and engage with fellow listeners by using the hashtag Mission Compliance Podcast. If you haven't already, what should they do, Mike? Well, I think they should like it. They should subscribe to it. They should definitely comment on it, especially if there's uh, something that you want to hear about in a future episode. We're always looking for new topic ideas. Exactly. And if you subscribe to it, you'll be the first to know when new episodes like this one are released. And we truly appreciate it. Like Mike said, if you could take a minute to rate and review the show, because like he mentioned, doing that allows us to bring you thought-provoking episodes and high-quality content, and we can bring you the episodes you want to hear. Join us again on the next episode of Mission Compliance as we delve further into the dynamic world of defense, security, and industry innovation. Until then, take care, stay informed, and make compliance your mission. See you next time. Thanks, everybody.